Welcome to Solutions for Health and Happiness with Claire and Helen, the Lightning Process team. Want to live a life you love? Start here. Hello and welcome to Podcast 49 in our series. I'm Helen Harding and my co-host is Claire Brooker. Hi everyone. In our last podcast, we were discussing how to say no. So our top tips on learning how to say no are to recognise that saying no is actually essential for your health and well-being and you really can't do everything for everyone all at once, except that you may have some negative beliefs around saying no and start to challenge them. Recognise a good place to start is by saying no to the inner voice that says you're not good enough or that you need to be perfect. Practice saying no in easier situations as well. And once you gain confidence, you'll find it much easier in other places too. Have a few ways to say no up your sleeve for when you need them. Personal favourites of ours are, I can't commit to this as I have other priorities at the moment. Or, I'd love to do this, but I'm going to say no for now. And then perhaps a plain old fashioned, thank you, but no. Tune into the whole podcast for more suggestions on this. Today we're looking at freeing ourselves from fear and panic. Recently we've become inspired by Dr Claire Weeks and her brilliant book Self-Help for Your Nerves which was recommended to us by one of our lovely clients. Her philosophy is that our most effective defence against anxiety attacks involves the use of a paradox meaning doing the opposite of what you think you should do when dealing with these feelings. She recommends four methods of dealing with these symptoms. Uh, The first one is to face the symptoms, don't run away. Then to accept what is taking place, don't fight it. And then to float with your feelings, don't tense. And then to let time pass, do not be impatient. This is a great book for those people who are doing all of the relaxation techniques in the world and yet still haven't resolved their anxiety issues. This can be so frustrating, but there is a reason for it. Mainly, the lesson from Claire Weeks is that your attitude or your approach to the feelings of anxiety and panic that actually matter more than the techniques that you're using to try and combat it. Isn't that interesting? Definitely. And this is something we've also noticed at times when working with our own clients. So we want to talk to you today about the approaches and attitudes you can cultivate that can actually really help with resolving debilitating fear and worry for good. Many people feel that they need to keep their fear or their phobia a secret. They feel ashamed that they feel this way. And in their mind, everyone else is coping so much better than they are, and they should be doing better. A better approach would be to recognise that fear is part of being human. It's a completely natural response to feeling under threat, and everyone feels it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, when you speak to people, you'll find nearly everyone you know has something that they're afraid of, whether it be heights, dogs, bosses, getting lost. The list is endless. You are still a good and worthy person, even though you feel panicky from time to time. I hate getting lost. Oh, me too. Me too. I hate it. The main approach we need to change is the way we relate to our feelings. Whereas usually a person may see these as bad or as the enemy. And it's totally understandable to see panic as the enemy and feel angry and negative towards it. This is an instinctive response. 
How about we try something new though? See Panic as your teacher instead. Recently, we read about a martial arts class called Aikido on anxiety.com. It's a martial art based on love and dedicated to peace. And the philosophy is push when pulled and pull when pushed. This means if an opponent approaches, you learn to grab the forward moving hand and pull it. You don't oppose the challenger with equal force. You take their movement and energy and pull them past you onto the ground. You offer nothing for the challenger to resist. So putting this another way, it requires sincerely welcoming the struggle, truly understanding the opponent's intentions. Fascinating the moment a challenger begins to approach with an attack. The Aikido students shift their position. They stand with open arms, open palms, welcoming the challenger. The student views the challenge as a gift of energy, a creative system of joining rather than one of conflict. This practice moves us away from the idea of enemy. This is very relevant, actually, when dealing with anxiety or panic. It's important for us not to demonise these feelings and to instead choose to become a student of panic. Ask him, what are you here to teach me that's important or positive for me? This is one of the approaches that moves you towards health. If you're paying attention to how you can learn from panic, then you'll stop fighting against it. And as you reduce your fear and defensiveness, your new friendliness and curiosity towards these feelings positively influences the entire dynamic of your relationship and it becomes much easier to move through those feelings. Instinctively, we may want to avoid these symptoms of fear at all cost. However, a much more effective approach is to choose to face the symptoms and gain new skills to help you lead a richer life. This means not avoiding experience, but facing them with courage. And remember, courage is not the absence of fear. It's accepting your scare, but moving forwards one step at a time. Remember, you don't learn to drive by starting your first lesson on the motorway. You start in a car park and build up. It's the same with everything. Some of you may know that I suffered from panic attacks before, and one of the key ways I overcame them was to actually face the symptoms. I started to realise that the start of a panic attack felt very, very similar to the start of feeling really excited about something. I've heard that before. Yeah, it really works. I remember being at a lecture, feeling those old familiar, you know, start of panic attack feelings, and then saying to myself, oh, here are those exciting feelings again. I'm excited because I'm in a, in a lecture learning something completely new. I wonder how much more excited I can feel. And like that, the panic subsided. Recognising that I had mistaken excitement for panic in the past was a great learning and has really moved my life forwards for the better. Another way people go wrong with their approach to this is to become afraid of fear. They think to themselves, oh my God, I must relax now. They say, this is really hard work. Just listen to those statements. How unrelaxing does that sound? It's completely incongruous to what you want to achieve. Instead, it's much more helpful to have the attitude of you know what, that it's okay to feel anxious here. Everyone experiences these feelings. Instead, like Claire Weeks suggests, see yourself floating through anxious feelings. Some of our clients have found this technique so useful. 
you know, seeing themselves floating through difficult feelings and situations as opposed to trying to fight them. It gives it a whole new perspective. Another really subtle way of maintaining that pattern of fear and worry is thinking you have to be on red alert for the signs that you might be stressed. This is something we've talked about before. What you look for, you'll find. And if you're unintentionally looking for something or you're worrying about something, you're going to find it. And in the lighting process, we refer to this as filtering. Instead, liberate yourself by practicing searching for things that feel good, that things that you're okay about, that you're calm about, and trusting that if there is real danger, your body's brilliant, it's really clever, it will let you know about it, you don't have to go looking for it. Often on our LP training, clients will say, right, I'm going to test this out right now. This subtle idea of testing yourself can actually be quite a stressful approach to using any kind of techniques. You don't have to put yourself under so much pressure. This is not a test. Instead, see it as a practice. When you decide that all your experiences are practice, you are in effect saying that you're both willing and able to learn from each of those experiences. You might not meet a certain goal by a certain time, but your intentions are good and your efforts aren't a failure. See it as work in progress. This is a useful way of approaching learning any new skill. A subtle thought that you might be doing that can trip you up is, I must be certain that there is absolutely no risk. What we must reconcile ourselves with is that life is full of risk. The one thing we can be sure about with life and the world and everything in it is that it's constantly changing. So we're really fighting a losing battle here. If you want everything to stay the same and have no risk anywhere, instead choose to live and experience life in all its colours. Our main top tip is to address your attitude or approach to any fear, worry or panic you're experiencing. Especially if you're really well rehearsed in numerous relaxation techniques but still aren't getting the results you'd like. Recognise that fear is a normal part of life and you're still a worthwhile human being even if you feel scared. Remember it's okay to feel that way, everyone does, we're only human after all. So if you're seeing this issue as an enemy, this is going to really get in your way of healing. Instead, view it as a teacher and ask what those feelings have to teach you that's positive for you. Remember, it's only by facing symptoms that we can resolve them, so don't avoid. Instead, move towards. Being on red alert for any sign of discomfort or any sign of a symptom only makes things worse. Instead, choose to refocus your attention elsewhere. When you go to do a task, don't make it a test or tell yourself you have to relax or that this has to work. That approach piles too much pressure on yourself when you actually want to be doing the opposite to relieve your nervous system. Remember that trying to control absolutely everything and wanting to live with risk-free guarantees is unreasonable and unrealistic. So start to tolerate a certain amount of uncertainty. These approaches alongside effective tools like the lightning process should really help you to live a really rich, fulfilling life because they're actually congruent with what you really want to achieve, a sense of harmony, balance and calm. 
Thank you so much for listening to us today. This is quite an in-depth subject and we have so much more to share with you about it. So if you'd like more help with this subject, please do get in contact with us. We are always happy to hear from you and to help. You can contact us through the website, which is www.lightningprocess.co.uk. We'll be happy to arrange a chat with you. And while you're there, keep in touch with us by signing up to our newsletter. And you'll get to know about the things that are going on. And also you get different information to that that's on our blog because we always write fresh articles just for those people on our list. So it's well worth it. And you can also download transcripts of these podcasts there too. And also it would just be so great if you could leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us to promote these podcasts and also to promote the lightning process. And we just really want to know what you think about these as well. So until next time, have a great week. Have a great week. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, you're one step closer to living a life you love.